0: Welcome to the Numbers Podcast, where we explore the depths of emotion through poetry. I'm your host, Isaac Paredes. I'm an author and scientist with a passion for writing poetry to help people realize they're never alone, no matter how alone they may feel. I think it's been about a week or so since the last episode. Last episode was pretty deep. I know, we went a lot into kind of the depths of how to really climb out of a bad situation. now this episode is going to be kind of similar um this episode the poem we're focusing on is based on loving someone who only takes away from your life and you know I'll, i'll let the poem do the talking Your heart became the black hole at the center of my life. A new beginning, confusing strife. Taking my breath away one endless moment at a time. I stare in awe at the monster you've become. Never giving me enough time to breathe. The monster I created. The monster I need. Because without you, my universe will be in disarray. Planets and suns colliding. Disappearing from my time of day. I wish I knew the right words, the right words to fix your position in my life, enough for you to stay. A lot of people have had situations where love or what seemed like love took away a lot more from their lives than it provided. Your heart became the black hole at the center of my life. Sometimes, when love first starts, it's beautiful, bright, vibrant. And then eventually transforms into something you can't really put your finger on. It transforms into a lack of boundaries, a rivalry, a distraught, a disdain, a resentment. then you beg the question of whether or not that was love to begin with. You know, the answer, it's an astonishing one. Because at some point in time, maybe what you did feel was love. Maybe throughout all the heartbreaks and aching pains, the sad days and nights, the fighting and bickering, you were in love with that person. Slowly but surely, though, your parallel paths and lives began to diverge. Like two trains heading down two parallel tracks, you were the conductors, and there's only so much you can hold on to each other before the paths become way too separated. And it's either you hurt yourself to continue holding on, even though both of your lives are making it impossible to, or you let go and learn to wave goodbye from a distance. You see, that's the interesting thing about falling in love. In its ability to take away, it can provide if it's placed correctly in your life. A new beginning, confusing strife, taking my breath away one endless moment at a time. So I don't know if we have any astronomers or physicists listening, but I once read that when you enter the event horizon of a black hole, it's too late to turn back. But the deeper you go into the black hole, the more time warps. You see the beginning, middle, and end all in front of you. And what feels like an eternity happens to just be a very split second. It's funny. That's kind of how love feels, doesn't it? You can love somebody for a day, a week, a month. And the moment they disappear from your life, the moment you move on to the next chapter, it feels like you're missing an eternity. It feels like you lived an entire lifetime waiting for that person, being with that person, and ultimately losing that person. And it feels like a second lifetime when you have to crawl your way out Fighting through the emotional baggage, fighting through the pain and deceit, the broken heart, to ultimately find a way to trust again, and to love again. It's poetic, ironically. I stare in awe at the monster you've become, never giving me enough time to breathe, the monster I created, the monster I need. Sometimes, looking at a person, especially someone you love, you can see who or what they become before they even take a step in that direction. We all get the signs, the red flags. But for the most part, we choose to ignore them. We choose to run away from confronting the issue head-on, snipping it being honest with our own boundaries, for fear that we'll end up hurting them. But sometimes we fail to realize that we hurt them more if we don't try to actually confront them. It's a very scary feeling, because ultimately the fear comes down to you not wanting to hurt the other person. Then fear comes to the point where you don't want them to leave. But ultimately, if you see these signs, you see them becoming more wary, more distant, less trusting, more jumpy. If you see them becoming more irritable, if you see all these signs that something's up, and you bring it up in a healthy fashion, of course, if they decide to leave at that point, then it's better off for you as harsh and as terrifying as that may sound. I think recently we hit 8 billion people on the planet, which is honestly pretty cool. Just think of the 8 billion people out there right now. Think of all the people you haven't met yet. Think of all the people, not only people. Think of all the experiences you still have yet to live. The days where you are to be heartbroken or you are to be sad, they're going to come. Whether it's family, friends, a lost job, a lost dog, pet, you will be sad sooner or later. So why choose to be in a situation where you have to feel insecure and sad and unstable for the sake of somebody else? At this point, it becomes a decision. Is it worth it? And in my experience, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes you try to communicate. Sometimes you try to find compromises and reassure the other person. And do what you can to get everything back on the right track. But sometimes it doesn't work. And it becomes a gamble because the more you fight, the more you want it to work, the more it will hurt. Love's a finicky thing. It's scary. It's irrational. But in its irrationality and awkwardness is beauty, splendor, and joy. It can make a day last a lifetime. Love's the reason life is worth it. We can only be fortunate enough to say that through our heartbreak, through the insecurity, the instability, through all the negatives that come with the positives of love, that we were blessed enough to be able to say we were in love. You know, this goes further than just relationships. Love in your life can, can be anything, a passion, a dream, a goal, a routine. But if the love in your life is not placed correctly, to add to your life, to build onto your foundation, rather than to pause or take away, then you have to beg the question of whether or not it's truly love. And further, you have to beg the question of whether or not it's worth it. This is why in a lot of my episodes, I've brought up self-improvement, self-love, self-exploration. Because it is only in that route of self-exploration and self-love, self-confidence, in learning your passions, learning your limits, learning your weaknesses and ultimately learning your strengths, it is only in doing that that you can find the right place for love in your life. Because you have enough self-respect and self-love to set boundaries up enough to protect that love from the rest of your life and to protect the rest of your life from that love. It's a very nuanced thing, probably very convoluted, but what is life if it isn't convoluted? That's what makes it fun. These are the days that you look back on and you look at the ups and downs and you'll be like, wow, what a life. There's also aspect of making sure that when you look back, you know, the time spent wasn't time wasted. It was with intent. The poem goes on. Because without you, my universe would be in disarray, planets and suns colliding, disappearing from my time of day. There is a working theory. I'm not sure if it's a theory or if it was proven yet. That at the center of the universe is a supermassive black hole. And it's as I said before that supermassive black hole, every single galaxy would be caught in its grasp, in its rotation, in its flow. And that gargantuan monster that can cause so much death, so much destruction, can wipe existence out in a blink of an eye, is the reason why existence, for us, is even possible in its ability to wreak havoc and make reality disappear is an innate beauty and splendor that can lead to life-flourishing planets, to the warmth of our hearts, to the love we're able to feel, to the miracle of life. And in the extreme sense, that shows a dichotomy of love in our lives wherein its ability to take away and destroy it can rebuild and create anew but only if it is placed in the right place in our lives if that black hole in the center of the universe were to let's say just shift left or shift right Lord knows what will happen. There would be an imbalance to how things are. In that imbalance, you see havoc and mayhem. You'll see the full entropy of the universe causing everything to just collide. But in its stable position, or you know, seemingly stable position, we can live. We can flourish. In its stability, we are provided the opportunity and miracle of life. And just as with love in our lives, if we place it correctly we can see the beauty and splendor that it can add. We can see life become more than just black and white. We can see different shades. We can see different colors. We can see Reasons to smile, reasons to get out of bed, reasons to work, reasons to help others, to help further our families, help further ourselves. It continues, I just wish I knew the right words, the right words to fix your position in my life, enough for you to stay. Sometimes we're faced with a decision. Sometimes. Sometimes we're at one place in life. When we run into love, whether it be a passion, a person, or a goal, a dream, as we become acquainted with this newly found love, we naturally change. Especially if we start working on ourselves. Especially if this. Major life shifts. And sometimes the position of that love in our lives also shifts. can shift into a dangerous territory where it no longer provides but takes away. And it's at that point where you have a decision to make. You can either let it continue ravaging your life Stressing you out, giving you anxiety. You can face it head on, try to fix it. Or you can let go and walk away. None of the three are easy. At all. I remember in my last relationship, I was forced to do all three. When I lacked reassurance and became increasingly anxious and insecure. I did try to communicate. But a part of me was so wary of conflict that setting my boundaries became more of more of a recommendation to her rather than a red line not to cross. And for about a month or two I suffered, not even a month or two, I think it was two or three months, I suffered through my anxiety, a lot of sleepless nights, worrying, until finally things just couldn't be helped anymore. So by the end of it, it was close to the end. There were many conversations we had about what was going on, what was wrong how we could fix it, you know. Words are one thing. We both agreed to change things up to, you know, try to talk things out better, be more clear. But ultimately nothing changed. She was still hanging out with a lot of guys, I was still insecure about it, I was still anxious. And It was around the time when I started my move to grad school That we just broke things off. And you know, after the fact. She wanted to stay friends. Um, You know, I tried. But I'd move on very, very slowly, unfortunately. I wouldn't say unfortunately. Moving on slowly just means you felt it. (laughs) It was real. But months later, she tried to reach out to me. And I felt nothing but anxiety. I felt nothing but stress whenever she reached out. I felt like I was back in it over and over again. This was months after we ended things. Until one day, I just couldn't take it anymore and I just blocked her. Not a word. Nothing. And to this day, it still hurts a little bit. But again, sometimes love is... Sometimes love takes more than it can give. Especially when it's one-sided. Actually, who am I to say it was one-sided? But these are the pitfalls that we have to be careful with. With any type of love in our lives, because sometimes what we think is a good thing can end up being the worst thing we can do. It's all a matter of looking at where we place love in our hearts and in our lives and setting a boundary, a red line that cannot be crossed to not only protect yourself, but to protect your future your heart, and ultimately to protect your love as well. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode. It means the world to have the opportunity to share my words, and my poetry, for the hopes that maybe you can help somebody somewhere out there. I know the world seems a little grim right now. And whoever's listening, you have your own heartaches and headaches to worry about. But just try your hardest to take a step a day with love in your heart. And I promise you, it will take you far. As per usual, if you enjoy the poetry, I invite you to follow my Instagram and my TikTok. numbers poetry maybe take a look at my books on amazon i've been trying to have them on sale and free more often just so that more people have access but be well stay safe and i'll see you in the next episode